98K News. It's 11 o'clock on Benche, the top stories. Authorities in Taiwan apply to join CPTPP trade pact. Police say they've arrested a 19-year-old woman in Mong Kok in connection with the national security case. And cash-strapped mainland property developer Evergrande says it'll make an interest payment on its yuan-denominated bond. Reports from Taiwan say authorities there have formally applied to join the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. New members must be admitted by unanimous approval. Robert Kemp has more. move comes less than a week after Beijing said it too had submitted an application. The trade pact groups together Australia, Brunei, Canada, Chile, Japan, Malaysia, Mexico, New Zealand, Peru, Singapore and Vietnam. The UK applied to join early this year and has begun accession negotiations. The US was a founding member of its predecessor, the Trans-Pacific Partnership, but withdrew in 2017 under President Donald Trump. Police say they've arrested a 19-year-old woman in Mongkok in connection with the national security case involving the group Student Politicism. Sources say she is the group's spokesperson, Wong Yun Lam. Priscilla reports. In a statement, National Security Police say the 19-year-old is being detained on suspicion of conspiracy to incite subversion. Officers say the investigation is continuing and more arrests may follow. Three current and former members of student politicism, Wang Yetchin, Chan Chi Sum, and Jessica Chu, were remanded in custody by West Kowloon Court on Tuesday after being charged with the same offense. Cash-strapped mainland property developer Evergrande says it'll make an interest payment on its yuan-denominated bond. The payment is due tomorrow, as is another payment on a U.S. dollar-denominated bond. If either of the payments aren't made, the company still has 30 days to pay to avoid default. Evergrande owes over 300 billion US dollars in debt, and the prospect of it collapsing has roiled capital markets. Natalie Ching reports. Hengda Real Estate Group, Evergrande's main unit, said in a statement that it would make the coupon payment of more than 230 million yuan on time. The news helped ease losses on mainland stock exchanges, which had opened sharply down after a holiday. However, Evergrande has yet to indicate whether it will pay more than 83 billion U.S. dollars in interest on a separate bond, which is due at the same time. It also has 47.5 million U.S. dollars in coupon payments due on Friday next week. People have been taking advantage of expanded walk-in inoculations at 21 community vaccination centers here. Anyone wanting a COVID jab can collect a same-day ticket from quarter to eight each morning. They no longer need to make a reservation online. And Ms. Lau, who received her second dose at Central Library this morning, said the process was smooth, even though more people could use the service. It's not very crowded at all, but it seems that the staff is enough and they can ask if we need any help. And the ratio, I think, is, is good. Uh-huh. They, they, they pay special care to the elderly. They ask if they can have a company with them. If anybody waiting for you outside, they double check with the elderly. As of 4.30 p.m. today, 900 people had used a walk-in arrangement. 
The minister in charge of the vaccination drive, Patrick Nip, said officials were also looking to set up vaccination stations at two public hospitals this month to give jabs to elderly people going to hospital for follow-up checks. The founder of Centerline Properties, Shi Wing Cheng, says he believes the local stock market has overreacted to reports that mainland officials had ordered local developers to use their resources to support Beijing's interests and solve Hong Kong's housing crisis. Major developers saw share prices plummet following the Reuters report. Mr. Shi says he doesn't think that the central government is piling pressure on local property giants. I think the developers in Hong Kong still have a lot of role to play in future. Unlike their counterpart in China, the Chinese developer, I think, has less function to play in future because they have already built a lot of property. The property in China is oversupplied, but not in Hong Kong. We need to build more. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Nearly all the 8,000 residents of a town in Myanmar have fled following fighting between the army and militias opposed to the military coup earlier this year. The BBC's Michael Bristol reports. Just about the entire population of Tantalan in Chin State have gone, some across the nearby border with India. Photographs show burnt-out buildings and empty streets with domestic animals roaming around. There was fierce fighting between the army and anti-coup militias at the weekend. A Christian pastor was reported to have been shot dead by soldiers when he tried to put out a burning building. Tom Andrews, the UN Special Rapporteur on Human Rights in Myanmar, said the situation in Tantalan showed the living hell people were enduring at the hands of the Burmese military. New research in Britain shows that tiny antibodies produced by llamas could be used to treat coronavirus in the form of a nasal spray. Scientists have found that the so-called nanobodies effectively target the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Short chains of the molecules can be produced in a laboratory. The study found they were able to reduce the signs of COVID in infected animal models. James Naismith is the lead researcher. I think these molecules look fantastically exciting. From what we would see in animals, and of course this is very preliminary, there are two points where you might use it. One is to give it to people before they're exposed in so-called prophylaxis. And the second is after they test positive but are not yet seriously ill in late stage disease. To sports now, and in football's English League Cup, two Premier League sides needed penalty shootouts to get past championship opposition. Leeds United won at Fulham and Southampton beat Sheffield United. But two top flight teams lost to lower league opponents. Watford went down 3-1 at home to second-tier Stoke City. Everton drew 2-all at Queen's Park Rangers, but the side managed by Rafa Benitez went out 8-7 on penalties. Obviously, you don't want to go to the penalties, but uh, I think uh, overall the team was uh, doing a, a good game in terms of intensity, in terms of heart. To come back twice, so the character of the team. But uh, the pity that we can see maybe because that we we can avoid, and then we didn't take the chances that we had. There was just there was just the one all top flight clash. Japanese striker Takumi Minamino scored twice in Liverpool's three nil success away at Norwich City. Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola gave senior debuts to five players in defeating third-tier opposition Wycombe Wanderers 6-1 as the holders reached the last 16 of the English League Cup. 
Some of the more familiar names were on the score sheet. Riyad Mahrez scored twice. Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden were also on target. And there was a first goal for this man, 19-year-old substitute Cole Palmer. Over the moon. Tell you what, that was the best feeling I've had, to be honest. All up there anyway. Yeah, just delighted when it went in. And obviously got to thank the fans and the manager for putting his uh, trust in me. There's more EFL Cup action today, including three all-Premier League clashes. The team at the top of the table, Chelsea, play Aston Villa. Manchester United are at home to West Ham. And Tottenham Hotspur goes to Wolves with Spurs boss Nuno Espirito Santo going back to his old club for the first time. He admits matters on the pitch haven't been going too well for Tottenham recently. I'm very clear. We are on it. We are working hard. We are aware that we have problems that we have to improve on. And uh, the energy is exactly the same. Of course, when things go well, you smile, you are happy, everything is... But this is life. But my energy, always the same, always the same. There were plenty of goals in the latest European qualifying action for the Women's World Cup. England led the way with a 10-0 victory in Luxembourg. That's 18 goals scored in their opening, two qualifiers since new boss Serena Wigman took charge. I think the performance was good too. Yeah, it's it's pretty hard to to make the game against uh, such opponents. Uh, you know, you have possession most of the game. You have to keep the tempo up, ball tempo especially, switch fields lots. And, and when we continued in the game, uh, they were dropping deeper even more. So the spaces were so small. So I think uh, we did a good job by scoring ten goals. And to end the news, the top stories once again: authorities in Taiwan apply to join the CPTPP trade pact. Police say they've arrested a 19-year-old woman in Mong Kok in connection with a national security case. And cash-strapped mainland property developer Evergrande says it'll make an interest payment on its yuan-denominated bond. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 You're listening to Peter King. My life has been a poor attempt to 
at the end there is the UCLA band of the John Philip Sousa March, the Washington Post, which by the way, was arranged by Dan Fogelberg's dad, Lawrence. He was a band leader and it was a song about his dad. In fact, a lot of people over the years when they've heard that song actually said when they uh, replied to Dan Fogelberg's comments about it that they used that song to connect with their own father as well. A very powerful song apparently. And the most powerful one for me would be Monsters. James Blunt, that's absolutely off the chart, that one. How are you doing into our second hour? Peter King with you through to one.